Welcome to LFG with JJ, the podcast that helps you level up your CX game by navigating CX and AI technologies. I'm Juan J. Singh, the CEO of Zingtree, the AI-powered customer experience platform providing solutions that turn every human into an expert. 700 plus companies across 54 countries trust our solutions to boost their contact center proficiency, enable their customers to self-help, improve their internal processes, and more with Zingtree. Monica, great to have you here. I'm excited for this podcast. Thanks for joining us. Love to start about uh, hearing about your background right off the bat. You know, you've had a phenomenal customer experience career till date. You have a unique background. So we'd love to hear about, you know, how you got to where you are as a CX leader. Sure. Um, so I, I started in the CX industry um, quite some time ago, um, quite by accident, actually. Um, I was working for a startup called Support Space, um, which was like the Uber for tech support before Uber. So we used a 1099 contract workforce to provide services online. Um, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do for the rest of my life at that point. So I was working as an office manager. Um, our CEO had um, signed a deal with a Fortune 500 company. And one of the things that we had to have was a 24-hour-a-day call center, which we didn't have. Um, he came over and was like, hey, do you think you can do this? And I was like, um, I mean, I've never done it, but sure. That sounds like fun. Like, I'll figure it out. Um, and um, had to had to set up. Um, I think we started with about eight employees, 24-7 couple people at a time um, in our office in South San Francisco. Um, but it was it was a really interesting way to get started and um, turned out to be something I really enjoyed and um, and have made a career out of it. That's amazing. So you took, you know, you said yes for more responsibility. You took a chance, uh, even though you didn't have any experience, you learned quickly on the job. And uh, here you are. Now you're a CX and a thought leader. That's amazing. I was there, you know, during that time, I'm sure. And this was, when was this? You know, how many years ago was this? 15 15. Plus. Yeah. So how were, like, I'm just curious, like, you've seen a lot. A lot has happened in the last 15 years, right? I, and, you know, so as you progressed in your career over the last 15 years, how has uh, your role evolved? I and how has you know the technology evolved, and how has the space evolved? Sure. So I think um, you know back then I went with things that were familiar. Um, so we used um, Salesforce as our ticket management software, and um, you know other big name big name things that were you know easy and something that you you knew existed. Um, over time, I realized that that's not always the best way to go. And so um, I started plugging myself in with um, what's happening in kind of newer companies um, and, and really trying to figure out, you know, what are companies that look like they're building something that's going to be the next best thing and started going more with, um, with those type of companies. So as I progressed, I moved from Salesforce to, to customer with a K and UJED and tools like that, that were a little bit more cutting edge and much earlier in their, um, in their sales cycle. Actually, when I went with UJet, um, their CEO was my salesperson. We were such an early customer. That's amazing. So you've, you know, you've gotten phenomenal opportunities to take this role, but in some way you're also 
giving opportunities to early stage startups that are, you know, just getting into the space and trying to do something cutting edge and innovative and uh, you're taking a chance on them. Yeah, I think, you know, with when we went with you, Jed, I was at August Home, which was um, a few years after that acquired by Asab Loy. Um, and, you know, so we were a pretty big name customer for for them um, at, at that stage, considering their CEO was our, did come to our office and do the presentation and, um, and all of that stuff. So they weren't, you know, they hadn't built out a sales team or anything like that. They were just like, hey, we're building this. Do you want to try it? And we're like, sounds like fun. Yeah. And, and that's awesome. And looking at your career, you, you know, stayed pretty loyal. You know, you worked at, you know, support space for six years. You worked at August Home uh, plus, uh, you know, Asa Abloy for almost, you know, almost over 10 years. Uh, and, uh, and now you're at Coho. I, and you, I know, I know you do other things as well. So talk to us about, you know, your long-term commitment to these organizations, which is kind of unheard of a lot of times, especially in the customer experience uh, space, people are always rotating in and out. I feel like, um, you know, to really make an impact, you have to stay someplace for, for quite some time and, um, really be able to evolve with what's happening in the world and what's happening in the space. And it's not really something you can do in, you know, two years. I feel like at, at Coho, where I'm at today, I've, I've made a pretty big impact in the almost one year that I've been there, but I feel like there's so much more that we can do and we've got big plans on, on the roadmap for the next couple of years. That's amazing. Uh, that's great. It's great. Great to see people who are committed and saying, hey, two years is not enough, uh, especially this day and age. A lot of people leave in a year or two years. So having, you know, I really do believe in the same way you do. I think it takes about three to four years to make a real impact. Uh, the changes you want to make, the learnings you've had, and then what kind of results can you get? Uh, it's amazing that you've gotten great results in year one, but normally it takes three to four years for things to pan out uh, and to make a real, um, uh, you know, not just an investment, but a, a tremendous contribution to the work you're doing. So that's awesome. Uh, that's great to hear. Um, so let, let's talk about, you know, I, uh, you know, your background has allowed you to continue, you know, progress and be successful. Uh, you've been in the space for, you know, 15 plus years now. Um, you're seen as an expert and a thought leader. Uh, what are you seeing in the industry now? There's a lot going on in our customer experience industry, in our customer support space, uh, with everything that's going on with uh, the technology, you know, uh, innovation that's happening, whether it's with open AI, chat GPT, you know, what do you see happening in our CX space, in the customer support space? It's a hot space now. What do you see happening now? Where do you see it going down the line? You know, I think the biggest things that are happening right now is the advancements in AI. Um, you know, it's been something that the companies have been toying around with for a long time, you know, starting back to basic pre-built chatbots and stuff that took a, a lot of work for, for customer support teams to set up. Um, some of the changes that are happening now are going to enable chat and kind of self-service self-service to become a little bit more front and okay for customers. You know, traditionally you get put into a chat bot and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to this robot. Like this is dumb. Um, as things like chat GPT and stuff like that become more mainstream, people yeah. are going to get a little bit more used to doing things like that and become a little bit more accepting of it. And um, I think that that'll be a great way for, for customer support teams to focus on the bigger picture. So you can look at things that require a little bit more handholding or need more white glove service, and you can 
free up a little bit more time by offloading those low hanging fruit things to AI. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, that's well said, you know, we're seeing that as well, right? We've had a lot of customers that come and found Zinktree, including yourself and you at August home. I, and a lot of the customers already had access to the latest and greatest technology when they came to Zinktree, they've explored and implemented AI solutions or chatbot. Uh, and sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't work. Sometimes it worked for some, you know, less complex thing, low hanging fruit, like you said, uh, but it didn't work for some other use cases. Um, and and Zinktree benefited from it because we had a really different view on how to, you know, build a customer experience platform, you know, starting with like, you know, mapping out all the, you know, knowledge and, you know, building it into a, you know, sophisticated decision tree engines through our process mapping solutions that we had. So it was kind of, you know, in different route that we took that helped us grow. But now we're also seeing that, hey, based on having that strong Zinktree foundation, you can then build to the next level uh, of customer experience with AI, with ChatGPT. So we're very much down that path uh, here at Zinktree. So um, it's great that you know, we're not alone and uh, leaders like you are also thinking the same way. Yeah. And as, as you know, I tried that at August where we moved away from um, from Zingtree to do a more homegrown in-house um, AI tool for our agents and um, and and came back because um, the Zingtree solution was definitely a lot more elegant and useful for our agents than what we were trying to do on the other side. Yeah, I mean, I, I will never forget that because uh, you fired Zingtree. Uh, you know, I'm a competitive guy, so I was very upset that you fired Zingtree. But my whole team was against me because, uh, you know, <laughs> we lost an amazing customer in August home. Uh, but I appreciate you giving us a second chance and coming back <laughs> to Zingtree. So it made, made, made uh, you know, uh, it made, you know, it was bittersweet when you left, but it was awesome when you came back. So um, uh, thanks for reminding me about that. <laughs> uh, you know, this is an interesting question for you. Um, Right. There's a lot of companies out there that are big companies that are getting into AI and, you know, uh, chat GPT kind of you know solutions. You've heard that from Google, from Microsoft and, you know, all these different companies are investing a ton of money into it. On the other extreme, there are two person, five person companies that have been popping up you know, in the last few months and will we'll probably pop up a lot this year as well. And yeah. uh, who are a lot of them are focused on customer support, customer experience space. Um, so are you, you've always taken a chance on early stage startups. How do you feel about working with a two person company who's, you know, looking to grab your data and do more AI kind of solutions for you, uh, at this stage, uh, with, uh, these kinds of newer technologies. I mean, being in the fintech space a little bit, um, uh, there's a little bit more logistics involved in going with the newer stage company. Cause we do have to make sure that our consumer data is protected. Um, but that being said, you know, we are looking at um, how some of our companies that we're working with today that are some newer companies um, are integrating with ChatGPT and how can we leverage some of those things and um, and really kind of bring in that automation with um, with some of our existing companies. That's great. That's great to hear. Um that's that's good. Uh, you know, you're you've got an open mind and you're uh, you know working through understanding what's the latest and greatest in tech technology advancements uh, in your space. So about your job, you know, you've got a you know uh, uh, important job. I know you're very busy. You're always you know also making your vendors like Zingtree work on weekends, and you're always you know working. Uh, and you, you have like terrible. Uh, <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. You keep us honest. You push us to do better. 
I and you know that's what I'm sure you know uh, I'm sure you know Coho is extremely lucky to have you right so uh, you're um, you're fully plugged in uh, in your work you're hands-on involved uh, you understand the tech stacks that you use um, so tell us a little bit more about your day-to-day job your you know what kind of tech stack you use your team I'm you know your company would like to learn more about you know how you go about executing every day sure so um at coho we've got um both an internal and an external team so our internal team um consists of kind of what i call three pillars so i have my production front lines um i have what we consider our lab which is really our thought team that takes stuff that's changing and digest it and spits out here's what you know you can share with the production team to help understand as training processes they're my main consumers of zing tree they're building all of the trees and and all of that stuff. Um, and then I have my QA team that um, just kind of checks and makes sure that things are going the way that that we want them to. We also use an external BPO um, to, to provide most of our, our frontline support. Um, right now we're using Intercom um, as our ticket management software, which has been great there. Um, you know, they have so many things as far as how we can outreach and and kind of message users when something goes on goes wrong or that we want to alert people to something. So I love their the proactivity that they're able to provide us. Um, and we're using a, a company called um, Forethought for um, our AI chatbot. And then, as you know, our internal um, process management tool is Zingtree. Great. Uh, what's your, you know, you're obviously very familiar with Zingtree. You've used it at various different roles in your, you know, career. Um, you know, how has Zingtree impacted you? And more importantly, what is your message to Zingtree Nation? You know, what more do you want from Zingtree? Uh, you know, we uh, we can get this message to them directly. Um, so I think, you know, the the biggest thing that we've seen is our productivity. Um, you know, we were able to take people from sub sub two tickets per hour closed um, to eight to nine closes per hour, which has been huge efficiency gain and, um, you know, makes our users a lot happier and brings our costs down. So it was really great to to kind of see how we were able to take our really complex processes and yeah. put them into digestible pieces using Zingtree. Um, and then this won't surprise you, but my biggest thing is always reports. <laughs> The the more data I can get out of Zingtree, the the better. And then um, you know, anything that you guys start working with as far as AI and making making our job of building trees easier. You know, that's one of the things I'm seeing companies start to do is to to make the part of where you have to do the heavy lifting to build something a little bit more seamless. Perfect. That's great. That's exactly the path we're going down. So I look forward to discussing that with you more in the near in the near future. Uh, in terms of, you know, um, staying relevant in your job, what are the kinds of, you know, communities or, you know, types of people you engage with and, you know, you mentor people, I, I, you have a mentor uh, that you look up to, like, you know, I, how, how do you, you know, stay relevant in your job the way you do? Sure. So, um, you know, I think the the biggest thing that that I do is try and like consume as much information as I can that's out there. Um, also late last year, I joined a community called Chief, um, which is a women's executive network. So it's great to get plugged in with a lot of influential women. And it's been great. I've leveraged a lot of people in there looking at things like automated QA and um, other kind of up and coming technologies to understand, you know, how are people using these? What tools are other folks using? What processes do people have? And 
Um, love setting up, you know, just some coffee chats with people I may not have interacted with and understanding what they're doing and, um, you know, things that are working really well. If I can network enough and take the best of all of these worlds, then I can come up with, you know, what's a great package for Coho and our users. And are these coffee chats live or is this on Zoom or, you know, how you? Typically on Zoom. Yeah. So everyone's in the Zoom world now. Yeah. And Coho, you guys have you know phenomenal company, right? From hearing from you and what I've read in the in the news, uh, you made a conscious decision to bring more ex- you know women executives, I uh, you know I uh, into Coho, and that's you know served Coho very well. Yeah, we now have um, four women on our leadership team. That um, that's amazing. I think we had two when I first started. That's great. That's uh, you know it's always a good sign of a healthy company. It were, uh, we've got lots of plans to celebrate um, women Women's Month. Um, in yeah, March. coming up March. Uh, well, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Good timing. <laughs> um, so I, you know, as we're getting ready to wrap this uh, podcast up, you know, I, you know, I, I looked at your resume and your background. You know, you didn't get into this in your background, but you have a very unique, um, you know, um, background, right? In terms of your education, I saw you were in school for. A long time did school online and in, in, in school I uh, and you progressed I I don't think you finished school uh, but love to learn more about what went you know you know during that what what happened there during educational uh, phase of your journey sure I mean like I kind of mentioned earlier um didn't quite know what I wanted to do found it really hard to to focus on school when I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do and um, when I was offered the role at Support Space, I opted to focus a little bit more on things that were really career related to what I was doing. So I did tons of certificate programs at American Management Association and other places like that that were things that I could really use tomorrow. You know, I could go in, I could learn this and I could put practical it in practical applications yeah. tomorrow. That seemed to hold my focus a little bit more and get me really excited than just. And you got paid doing it, too. Yes, that makes it even better. <laughs> That's great. Do you think, you know, you not having like a traditional, a lot of people go to four-year college, some of them go, you know, to your master's. I, you know, that's the norm. I, I do appreciate people who go outside that box and you fit that, check that box there. I, but has that, uh, you know, uh, it's benefited you, you've progressed. I, uh, you know, but you know, I'd love to hear stories of, you know, has that affected you negatively because you didn't have a college degree? Have, have you run up against that or is those, are those days over now? I think early in my career, I, I, it definitely impacted me. I think that I took the hard road um, yeah. and I will caution people that, you know, the, the path I went is not always the easiest. Um, early on, I, um, you know, definitely had jobs I had applied for where that was, was a blocker. Um, at this point with, you know, 15, 17 years of experience and a proven track record, I don't necessarily think it's something that that holds me back today. Um, but I think that early on in my career, it definitely did, which is why I'm so thankful to the CEO of Support Space that gave me an opportunity that I probably wouldn't have gotten otherwise. That's amazing. Are you still in touch with uh, the CEO of Support Space? I am actually just exchanged emails with him the other day. That's great. You're, you're staying connected. Well. Um, who wants it easy? No one wants it easy these days. <laughs> it's I don't know. I probably would have liked to have it be a little bit easier. I have a saying that you know, if it's too easy, it's not worth it. So, <laughs> you know, I, it, you know, when you go through some hardship, I think it, um, I, it's, I, you know, satisfaction is much higher. So congrats on the success. I, on that note, 
what advice would you give someone who is just getting their career started? You know, to the listeners out there uh, who are just getting their career started in the professional world or even getting into the customer experience world, uh, what advice would you give, you know, them or a younger Monaco who's just getting started now? Um, stay connected, join as many groups and, you know, places like LinkedIn that offers lots of communities that are relevant in the space and read. Um, I I will read any book that is relevant. I read leadership books. I read stuff, stuff about the CX space, um, anything that you can consume and just, you know, continue to grow and broaden your horizons will give you much more opportunities. That's awesome. Any uh, book recommendation on the CX space? <laughs> Um, my favorite CX book is always going to be Delivering Happiness, which is the book about Zappos. Yep. Yeah, that's a great story. Yes. Uh, and that's that's awesome. And they got acquired by Amazon, which is a leader in, you know, customer experience. Yep. So, yeah, that's great. And then so you've got a pretty busy life. What do you do outside of work and uh, outside of uh, when you're, you know, pushing vendors like Zingtree <laughs> to step up? You know, what, you know, what what do you do for fun? What do you what, what are your hobbies? You know, I, I know I told you about me uh, playing pickleball. We got to get you out there. But what do you do uh, to, um, you know, uh, relax outside of work? Sure. Um, I love baking. Um, I pretty much bake stuff for, for my family pretty much weekly. Um, and um, also love doing crafts. I'm actually just finishing up some little end of year gift baskets for my boyfriend's son's basketball team that we're going to, we're going to pass out this week. They look like little basketball hoops. They're really cute. Wow. Um, and then you got one of those there. Oh, I'd love to see it. Wow. Oh, so every player gets one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And um, they are complete with little um, uh, bottles with the basketball team. The and team's logo on it and everything. Oh, personalized, you know, name <laughs> and uh, their number on it. Wow. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, and then you bake. What kind of things do you bake? Cookies, you know, like dessert stuff? I'm yeah, lots of stuff. lots of desserts. Cookies, cupcakes, cakes. Um, love to. I think most of my friends um, ask me to do their kids' birthdays and stuff like that. You know, I was at this conference uh, in December, uh, a customer experience conference, and uh, I was speaking and uh, we actually had a testimonial from you uh, or something about you on the screen in the presentation. Uh, and there was some noise in the in the crowd. And I said, how many of you know Monica? And like a bunch of folks raised their hand and uh, everyone was positive, but they had a little smirk on their face. Hey, Monica's always keeping us honest, pushing us to the limit. Uh, so I know you did that with us, you know, across the board, including with pricing. But if I knew you were a baker, then I would have negotiated that, hey, you know, we should have gotten some sort of like chocolate chip cookie for the discount we gave you. It definitely was a trick in my arsenal to get things through to engineering back in the in-person days. Um, yeah. I would I would if we had something that was really impacting our team, yeah. um, we would ask engineers like, hey, can someone do this like for us on the side? I'll bake you some cupcakes sir." <laughs> Um, when we did bug bashes and things like that, I would offer up, you know, the, the winner of the bug bash could tell me what kind of cupcakes to make for the engineering organization. Uh, that's awesome. I love it. That's great. Got to have some fun with that. That's great. Well, thank you, Monica. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy schedule. Uh, congrats on an amazing career, uh, being a CX leader and having this unique background are um, excited to get this podcast out. Uh, it's going to be awesome. So thanks again for taking the time to be with Zingtree today. 
Awesome, of course. Thank you very much for having me.